Let's stay on the topic of food, uh, and we're familiar now with the idea of redistributing surplus or ugly food so that it doesn't go into landfill. But what about using food technology to take the time pressure off and preserve the deterioration? That's what new startup company Rescued does, and they are the only New Zealand startup to be invited to London next week for the Future Food Tech Summit. To tell us more, I'm joined by Diane Stanbra. Hi, Diane. Hey, GC. Thank you for having me. Nice to talk talk to you. Congratulations on this honour. Tell us how this business got started. Uh, We are um, we're really the uh, COVID uh, pivot. So I had a catering business um, in Melbourne and Auckland that was wiped out. And it was a case of, oh, goodness, what do I do now? And uh, at the um, so 2021, uh, Countdown launched a program, the Kete program, and they were looking for um, New Zealand businesses to support getting products on shelf. And I thought, oh, this is great. Um, Rescued had been on my to-do list and didn't have anything else to do. So um, <laughs> we uh, we headed down that path. And uh, goodness me, two years later, um, are yeah, just a place we I never imagined. So what do you actually do? We effectively, we stop the deterioration of surplus food. So um, there is a concept globally, um, which is getting a huge um, amount of traction and movement called upcycling. And the, the, the idea is that you're, you're just giving surplus food a new and long life um, and making new and fantastic products out of it. So we started with bread. Um, that's one of the most wasted products globally. Um, and again, because we had way too much time um, on our hands in lockdown, we were trying to work out how we actually um, give bread um, a new life. And um, through a whole series of random um, events, I connected with um, Roy Bold, who is a phenomenal chef with a big um, brain um, and we just were discussing ideas and conversations and we were just I guess determined to, to find a way um, so armed with a literally a Nutribullet and um, home oven because huh. we were back in lockdown then um, Royce created um, what we termed rescued bread flour um, and we declared it literally the next best thing since sliced bread um, and the first thing he made was pastry and being a chef um, it you know rolled like pastry um, baked like pastry mm. but it had this phenomenal flavor which came from the bread um and and since then we've kind of just been busy in, in R&D going okay what are what are the possibilities and we ended up with um baking mixes um because they are shelf stable and it also creates an opportunity for you know our customers either home bakers or, or chefs to add in other rescued ingredients so yeah so it's kind of it's been honestly quite quite the extraordinary um uh, journey um, and um we 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 started with these baking mixes but where we've ended up with is basically a replacement for traditional flour. So at any kind of ratio, our rescued bread flour can be um, used in, instead of um, traditional flour. That's so great. the opportunities you kind of imagine, yeah, endless. It's really great. Yeah, so and, and the idea, I suppose, is that a life of bread might have a shelf life of just a couple of days, but if you turn it into flour, then it might be, what, sort of weeks or months? 
No, two years. Mm, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, and that and that's just through um literally through all all these um, methods that we've been doing for centuries. So dehydrating, you know, freezing, cooking, preserving all all of these foods, um, all these methods to give you know food a, a, a long shelf life. Um, you know, that that that's what we're doing, and that was just such a you know, a wow moment when our first batch of surplus bread um, and because we're using um, the countdown in-store bakery bread which doesn't have there's no other use for it because it's not filled with the preservatives and additives so it doesn't have a life and and when we got our first batch and it was like we saw two years we're just like this is fantastic because you can yeah you buy that time to then have conversations with manufacturers and and just use it as you would flour do do you sell that um, that bread flour? Not yet. <laughs> so we sell um, because it's bread and not flour. It doesn't work. We we can't kind of just hand over a kilo of flour and say go off and bake something. Yeah. So we've invested a, a huge amount of time and R and D to create the, the recipes and the baking mixes yeah. that you can then and go and do that. So um, and that's kind of the the process now. Like our, our dream is to create an all purpose kind of blend um and that's something that we'll you know look look to do as as we grow to more than you know <laughs> two of us um yeah and we, we can kind of get access to those you know the the science scientists and the technologists that can help us yeah so you know, you've worked that. out you've and worked then, out yeah. how to turn it from bread back into flour but you're not actually yes. doing it at scale yeah that's that's part of the sort of the, the business plan Yep, yep, yep. So for us now, it, it's all about scale. Um, as we've, um, as we all know, that you know, food waste is a, it's an enormous uh, challenge for you know for everyone. And uh, so our next kind of step is to take this to scale and and you know get get the infrastructure. That's another big kind of gap that we're working on to make this a really viable solution. Um, you know, for, for New Zealand and and beyond. Is bread your only product, or are you looking at other waste uh, surplus products too? No, everything. I, I was, it was great. I wish I'd connected with Charlotte earlier because I was, you know, hearing about you know Chris's lasagna and and the pesto. You know that um, we're, we're doing a rescued tomato sauce, for example. So all the surplus um, tomatoes, and and this is you know for going right back to the grower. We we realised quite early on that. You know, a lot of the the surplus food in New Zealand never actually leaves the orchard or, or the farm. So we're we're it's important to us to go right back to that um, you know to the growers um, and work with them. So we'll we'll rescue everything lemons, tomatoes, you know you name it. We're we're kind of backing ourselves that we will give um, a new life to to the surplus. So the the tomatoes that were in Chris's lasagna, they they could have absolutely been rescued likewise you know the onions um you know we've done basil rescues so the the, the basil in the um in the pesto again that that could have all come from you know food that would have otherwise ended yeah. up so, know, so you're talking about using feed. using techniques that humans have been using for centuries to preserve foods yes P- yes p- yep. pickling them freezing them cooking them Sounds pretty good. What is the Future Food Tech Summit and what do you hope to achieve there? Oh, that is, um, so that's basically a platform for 
um, you know, food innovation. There's representatives from all across the world um, that are going to be there. You know, the innovation heads of you know some of the world's largest manufacturing companies, um, all the way through to you know the European Union. Like um, governments are, are going to be there. It's like everyone coming together, you know, for a couple of days to look at what you know the the technology advances. There's some incredible people doing some really smart things you know, in, in food. And so just to be there and amongst those people, I just could not be more kind of <laughs> excited to, um, you know, to, to learn and to, and to make those connections. Because I think we're all on the same, on the same page of having to, needing to fix this problem. Yeah. And do you see your business as something that could have international potential? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yep. So our, our solution is very um, scalable, sustainable, transferable, um, and a big part of going to, to London. We've got an incredible opportunity. The uh, intercontinental chefs are actually baking um, our uh, rescued mu muffins and cupcakes for morning tea each day. So, um, and that because ultimately the food speaks for itself. Like the the, the muffins, um, you are delicious. We, you know, we've got amazing feedback and you know, around the quality because that's first and foremost <laughs> so important everything that we do has to taste delicious um people will you know buy something to su support sustainability but if it's not doesn't taste good they're probably not going to you know keep buying it um so you know we've got this opportunity for actually everyone to see and taste the the possibilities for what's currently considered waste and and that's a big thing we want to change it's it's not waste it just needs to be you know used in a different way so and that's what we're you know really just so passionate about um making those those changes you know that's why we're bringing industry together um to you know for everyone to get on this upcycled journey because it's just it just makes sense <laughs> Good stuff, Diane. And just a quick question. It's still worthwhile, is it, once you've put the manpower, sorry, sexist term, and um, <laughs> energy and resources into turning this into something else, you know, do the sums add up? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, and again, that, that's, that was really important, you know, about creating a sustainable business, it, you know, at the end of the day. Um, it has to be profitable so you can use those profits to you know to to do good and, and make change so you know we um as with everyone on on the same page as us then um then absolutely um you know it may require you know people to to rethink the extent of their profit margins um but you know compare that to the, the cost of not doing it um and the impact that we're all seeing on our on our planet and our and our people. It's just like, you know, what what price can you know do you put on that? Got it. Hey, um, drop me a note and let me know how you get on <laughs> at that summit. And uh, really nice to talk to you. Yes, well, and uh, we'll we'll be um we'll be getting you along to uh, to to do some sampling for us. <laughs> Thank you, founder Diane Stambra of Kiwi Startup Rescued.